What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Cast 5 Reviews. My name is Fives, and I'm joined by the trifecta, Theo and Farhad. What's up, y'all? We are back again. again. Yes, we are back again for another review of Bleach, guys. Bleach Season 8. My brothers, there's 16 seasons, right? And currently, we just finished watching 16 seasons, yes. That we just finished watching season eight. We're halfway through. How do you guys feel? Been a journey. <laughs> been a journey of uh, a lot of ups, but then there's been some downs of the two seasons we all know about. Yes, yes, I agree. For me, most of the things from here on out is probably going to be new for me. I don't think I think I even stopped reading the manga around this point. Really? So it's be exciting. Oh my god, that's great! That is awesome. I'm I'm very excited for you, Theo, because there's a lot of uncharted territory that you're gonna go through. Is there any storylines in particular that you're looking for it to like, you know, kind of see closure to? Um, not that I remember very well. Okay, okay, but you will, you will. Yes. <laughs> this is going to happen. But for before we start even in, go diving in further for season eight. I want to let our new audience members or podcast listeners know that we are Cast 5. We are a group of friends that love to discuss video games or review, uh, that love to discuss video games or review animes, movies, entertainment, general news, or any topics that matter to us. And hopefully they resonate with you as well. Otherwise, this entire intro that I always mess up on is going to be pointless. Please give it some point. Like, just... Just subscribe, man. <laughs> subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the turn on those notifications. Because why not? It's right there. Right there. It'll notify you when all three of our faces are popping up on your YouTube channel again. Which happens to be quite often. Because we have a lot of content. A plethora of content on YouTube.com forward slash cast and score five. We also uh, stream live on Twitch.tv forward slash cast and score five. Where we are currently streaming... Elden Ring, Endwalker, and uh, Demon Souls. And uh, forget Endwalker, actually. Let me let me touch base on Elden Ring first. This man, this man right here. You see this? This man. He's currently playing the game at level one, rune one. And I am I am so shocked that there's that sh that much of a huge disparity in terms of skill because i fucking played this game with him and here i am and we just beat millennia actually millennia uh like two days ago and i was like yeah. fantastic all we were high-fiving each other actually even uh playstation the screenshot that they take or the five second video that they take is just me jumping around because we were so happy that we finally did it and here this man is trying to challenge her on level one. How do you it's feel? It's gonna happen. It's uh, after fighting Millennia, I'm like really genuinely wondering if I should continue my rune level one because I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna beat her at level one. That's just just gonna be impossible. Oh my god! Right, like right now, I reallocated my character a little bit just to like uh, hold the blade that she's where uh, she gives you, which is dexterity forty eight. So I took a lot of stuff off from Vitality, Strength, and uh, Endurance. And no longer the Jack of all trades. I, I still am. Like, I can still do a lot of stuff. The only thing is, I don't know if that was worth it, because my health 
Three hits, I'm dead. It sucks. I hate it. Three hits is plenty, I'd say. Oh, not against Melania. Oh, wow. It's There's not, been so many times where she just does like a little something. dash, goes into him, and he dies. That's it. <laughs> that one hit KO move where it's a hop and stab. It's that stinger move from Devil May Cry, but oof. Oh my no god. No time to react. No time to react at all, man. Not this, Brad. Remember your skills from back in the Kingdom Hearts 2 final mix days. 100%, <laughs> but Theo, like legit, it's, she's unpredictable. She's actually really, really hard. She's really, really hard. <laughs> but, um, anyways, this is not an Elden Ring. I'm very proud of you, by the way. Like, keep going at it, man. We're, you. You're on part three. I'm sure this is a part four. I'm really excited for part four. Check us oh, out. Oh, yeah. Coming out in the next few days. Exactly. You guys are going to absolutely love it. But before we dive in further, I have a few housekeeping items for you. We do have Thor 4 Love and Thunder uh, reaction. We have a brand new podcast where we discuss PlayStation uh, Plus's new tiers alongside House of Dragon a prequel. I'm very excited about As you can see, I, oh, actually, you can't see <laughs> on OBS. It doesn't show. But I do have right here a banner of uh, the Targaryens. So fire and blood, guys. Fire and blood. But yes, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Turn the notification on. Support our channel. We also have Patreon. Check that out too. But with all that said out of the way, guys, guys, it's time. You kept us waiting long enough. Man. Yes, yes, it's time. I want to know. First, first question. Is this number one in our rankings? Is this season number one? For me, yeah. Um, in terms of story and pacing, I still prefer free, season free. But let's be honest, I'm not here for the story or pacing. I'm just here for the fucking fights. And they had the motherfucker of all fights so far 100% so a little backstory for you guys on season 8 originally it aired December 12 2007 and ran till April 16 2008 the season itself is quite short it's only 16 episodes and oh, only sure. and it only yeah. features one opening which is actually yeah. halfway through last uh, last one's opening. Okay, which, actually, it didn't even feature a new opening. It just yeah, kept the same opening. The same opening. Exactly. So, Theo, you must remember after Dark Asian Kung Fu Generation. Oh, yeah. Well, Theo, actually, I think I... I watched it a little bit the last season. This season, I just... Kept skipping it? Past, yeah. I like this opening. I actually like this opening. Oh, I do like it. Not enough to watch it for two seasons, though. Oh. Fair enough. I actually did watch it every single time. I like the fact that it uh, it shows all the characters and then it just singles everybody, like pushes everybody aside and just make focus on Ichigo. And I really like it because no going knowing where the series could have had, Ichigo's not gonna have a lot of screen time. So I really like that they really focus a lot on him. Maybe the anime will change the pacing a bit when it comes down to it. But reading the manga uh, week after week, Farhad, you understand what I mean. Oh, yeah. That was... When, when we were waiting for the episodes to come out, we were just like, when's it out? When's it coming out? Exactly. And we would always just come to your house to watch it. Exactly, right? And then when we were watching, reading the manga... talking about this as well, yeah. There was manga was so far ahead. It exactly. Was... And there's a... Uh, 
There's a new arc coming out, guys. Season 9, which is Captain Amagai, Shosuke. New Captain story. I think this is a perfect time for us to take a little bit of a pause and uh, review some movies. But we will dive that in afterwards, after we discuss this season. No, episode oh, one. Yeah. Episode one. Let's just go right into it. There's, If you have heard the podcast, I apologize for repeating myself. But for those that have not listened to podcasts, you will get a raw emotion of how I really felt with Ichigo versus Dardoni. There's a few moments in this show, and this is obviously has a lot to do with nostalgia, but there's a few moments where the epicness that is portrayed on the manga is shown on the anime. It's animated perfectly. But whenever you go back and rewatch it, you still get the same goosebumps as you felt the first time when you were reading it or the first time when you were watching it, right? The Kenpachi versus Ichigo fight where Kenpachi does not even get cut. That white doing Getsuga Tensho with his hands on an Ichigo. That, right? Ishin coming out of no fucking way and he's has a Shiokshu one and you're like, what? He's uh he's a Shinigami that right and then there's this sequence and I don't know about you guys but it really 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 hits every time I watch it it's Ichigo fighting Dardoni he's getting his ass whooped Dardoni goes right to the action he's forcing Ichigo to go Bankai by attacking Nell so and then he forces Ichigo to go even one step above to, to his holification and Ichigo understands what Dardoni's doing. He wants to, he, he feels him. He understands that, hey, FYI, I totally understand your sentiment of the, the shame that you feel of not fighting me in my full power. So he puts Nell down, tells her to back away. And then there's a sequence of his, um, I, I guess it's his Shiakshou because it's weird. Uh, it's like a code, black code thing, his Bankai thing. It's just floating, and you see all this Ryatsu going past him. And he looks at, he tells Nell, and he's like, Don't worry, I will not let even a, sil- a sliver of Ryatsu go past me. Sorry, I'm only, I can only show this to you for an instant. Trust me, it'll be enough. And he dons on that mask. And he one-shots Dardoni. And then takes off the mask. And we see how powerful his holification has gone that sequence every single time every single fucking powerful his holification is fighting anyone that is not grimjaw 100 percent. because like when it comes down to even like actually i agree theo but even when he was fighting grimjaw when grimjaw had one arm and he wasn't in his release form. Ichigo was massacring him. Within the 10 seconds. Last season. Shinji had to come to save their ass. So I I understand what you mean. Even when he was fighting here. It seemed like they were equal. But that 10 second when he threw off his Grimjaw. And just gets to get Tensho after gets to get Tensho. And just like it was a straight up beatdown. I loved it. But this sequence. Beautiful. What about you, Fred? 
Oh, it was a great way to show like just the power, like power up you can get from that hollow mask. Because like he was just fighting Grimjaw, and it was like okay, yeah, it just seems like a a slight boost, but like against an Aran card, that's like what was his number again? Sixty. One hundred three. One hundred three. One hundred three. One hundred three. Like you're gonna see that like a power up like that is just so big against people like that. And I just love seeing basically like lower enemies being like, oh shit, all right, this like this, this is getting this is getting serious. Because like with Dragon Ball Z and Super Saiyans, this shit gets old. It's like okay. You just get a little bit of boost, but I'm still going to beat your ass kind of thing, you know? But with the holification, I kind of feel a little bit of a different vibe from it. It felt different because even when he put the mask on, he was pushing out Kriyatsu. First he was taking it in, then, <laughs> then he was pushing it no, out. No, don't break the mic. <laughs> the mic. Too much Kriyatsu. I know. But Prevalon uh, as far as Dordoni, like the one thing that I would say is if they're 103, I wonder if they were third. I think that was the idea, right? Like you were, you were fighting obviously a previously uh, a spada, but you were at that rank before, and then you were dropped down. So the fact that he was one of three, meaning he was third before, holy shit! How strong are these spada going going to be? Which obviously we will find out later on. But future spoilers. Well, we already found out. But what about you, Theo? What what were your thoughts with this fight? Um, at first, I was kind of bored of it, like with the entire of Ichigo going like, no, I won't use like Bound kind of whatever. Like, it just dragged a bit too long. But that sequence where he did put on his hollow mask and just ended it with one flick, yeah, that was pretty cool. I like the fight. I feel like it was worth the wait, but it was cool to see it. I do, I understand where Theo, uh, sorry, uh, not Theo, <laughs> I understand where Ichigo's coming from, where he's like, I want to fight as many people as I can in my Shikai, because then when I do go eventually Bankai, like it would be something that I'll be pushed into. But the fact that Dardoni just states it right off the bat that, hey, FYI, no, we are not something that you can just fuck around with. We're not measly hollows. Yo, you're fighting Espadas. And the ones you're going to fight later on that are not even, like, that weren't kicked off, they're a lot stronger than I am. But there's 10 of them. So you have to actually be ready to kill us as with all your power as it's required. I like that. I really, really liked it. But, but... The thing is, uh, holding, like, holding back the power of the, and using only your Sheik, I think, it's just too much like the bow. Yeah, I can't take it anymore. The, the I, I, I really say, did not want to see it again, but they actually made you see it again. The, like, the trauma, why? the trauma came back. Yes, exactly. I feel like there's kind of a, more of a message though this time compared to the bounce. Yeah, I feel like with Dordoni, he was kind of basically trying to be like, "Yo, if you don't go full out against anyone else other than me, they're gonna fuck you up immediately." Yeah. That's what I kind of got from Dordoni. Yeah, and that's also that too. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. When Nell absorbing the Sarah <laughs> and Dardoni's face afterwards, like, what the hell did you just do? <laughs> that was kind of neat. Yeah. So, and her, her saliva has the powers to heal. It's it's crazy, man. I just, it wasn't just as you absorb that you reflected it back at him. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And then. <laughs> Episode 2. This is where I kind of felt like, okay, there's two fights that I wasn't really... They were okay. One of them obviously has to do with Chad. We all know this. Yeah. But the second one that I was slightly, slightly disappointed on is the one that's going to be coming up very, very soon. 
But anyways, next episode, you find out that Dardoni gets struck down by Ichigo one more time. Ichigo this time does, does not wait. He just runs away. And then um, the, um, the special squad comes in to eliminate anyone. Well, they, they came to eliminate Ichigo and the gang. But since they couldn't find him, they had decided to take down Dardoni. And it, it, he, they are being controlled by uh, Zayela Poro which is the mad scientist of the Espada, rank number eight. This guy, this guy, I cannot wait for the fight between him and Mayuri again. <laughs> that fight was just so godly. But Fantastic. okay. <laughs> yep. Aizen is a little upset. Aizen's like, why are, why did you dispatch them? He's like, well, you know, I, I did it under, under your command because I was like, why, why, why not kill him? But Aizen knows better. He knows that he wants to just learn everything about these intruders or Ryoka, as they're called time to time in Soul Society. Um, and yeah, he, he basically wants to just do some tests. But moving on, this fight I really enjoyed. And we all know which fight this is. This is Rukia versus Kayan. Aro Nero Aru Nerieri. This guy, like Espada number nine. He sees uh, Rukia. He goes inside the castle, removes his mask, and it's none other than Kayan Shiba, the former lieutenant of the 13th squad that Rukia had killed. We got glimpses of this in season three, in season two. But now he's there with his Zanpakuto and everything. Fully personality attached. Did, did this, for me, yes, the Hakuren, 100%, it lived up to the hype. But for you guys, what did you guys feel? Uh, I knew it wasn't him, obviously, right? Because we all know that he died yeah. in, the, in the past scene. Um, when they got to the fighting... I thought that was cool, but I kind of felt like it a little dragged on when they kept going to, you know, the flashbacks. Cuts, flashbacks, exactly. Yes. It kind of dragged on a little bit, but when they actually got to the fighting, I was like, whoa, wow, oh, shit. And then there's like more truth bombs coming out after. Yeah. Thea? Yeah. For me, um, this was. So the thing is, I wasn't that impressed with the other Espada fights. Like, I thought the animation was fairly lacking with Chad's Chad, oh my god. Oh, Chad was so bad. But when I saw Rukia's fight, I was like, oh my god. The animation is so smooth on this one. Yep. I obviously didn't like the flashbacks because they broke the pacing, like, I didn't fuck. Yeah. But at the very least, they made up for it with some super quality animation. Like, it really made, uh, it really gave that feel of, like, Rukia fights beautifully. Yeah. It's the dances. And they, they nailed it. Yeah. yeah. There's two things I don't like about the fight. I do like the fight in general. I do like the whole um, the relationship between Kayan and, and Rukia and her uh, struggle to just kill him again. Right? And the trauma that she's facing. The two things I didn't like, I didn't like the, fi- uh, the fact that first, yes, the flashbacks were kind of like We've seen these flashbacks, but now we're going back. Yeah. Now, obviously, we are watching all over the place as well. Yeah, that's the second thing. The fight never concluded. They jumped to two different fights and then came back to it. I did not like that whatsoever because I was like, just show the fight. Just show the fight how it's going. 
finish that fight because I was actually invested because I liked the whole Cayenne storyline. So I was like, okay, let's, and I, I, I don't remember this at all. I don't remember this being segmented like this. Maybe this is just a manga thing. Uh, sorry, anime thing, not the manga. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I got to go back and read it. But the every, like two episodes back to back, episode three, episode four, uh, Rukia retaliating the, des- the desperate keto um when she finds out that Kayan is afraid of sunlight or the fact that when they were both fighting and the first episode which is the sorrowful reunion and you see that this is Kayan. He, he he's using the bokens to teach um rukia to fight again and all of that um, you fully understand you're like okay so somehow he has a memories and must and even the muscle memory of Kayan, but this something's off about him and then we jump into Ishida and Peche fighting a, the United Attack of Friendship. I love the title of this of this episode. Ishida and Peche, the United Attack of Friendship. I don't remember Peche being funny. I actually thought he was kind of funny. Peche was really funny. Because because yeah, the Japanese dub when I first watched it, I kind of found him a little annoying. Here, I guess because the context you understand in a different light and the way they were delivering jokes, it was the fact that he just kept calling Ishida uh, Ichigo because it pissed him off. I loved it. And then he messes up. He's like, oh, we got to go. Oh, shit. No, Ichigo, we got to go. He's like, wait a minute. So you've been you knew my name this entire time. He's like a hero never tells a secret and he keeps running that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, that, that's kind of they have a weird um, little uh, chemistry, but I I buy it, but the Iran card that they were fighting, Siruchi. Anyone cared? Yo-Yo turning into a bird? Nope. The biggest offender as well is that you go from Rukia's flight, which is really animated. Halfway through the fight, it stops to show this shit of the shitty animation. It's like, please, just bring me back to the media fights. I don't want this. Ishida run, Uryu running the same animation over and over again, dodging. I was like, okay, this is like the fourth time they've used the same thing. Same frame, same everything. Especially when, and they did this in so many different fights. You know, red shirts, guys, when you are playing a video game or you're, you're watching a movie, there's these red shirts that you know they're going to get offed. They're usually side characters or just like random crew members that are going to get offed. This season had red pillars. <laughs> like all the pillars that are not going to be affected are like gray or like beige. And then you have the red one. And you know that red one's going to break right off the bat. So, yes, a lot really of red pillars. I wonder what the pillars were even there for since the beginning. Like, did absolutely nothing. This was her playground. So why, if she was... I was using it. Exactly. So, anyways. Yeah, so she turns into our resurrection. She releases her resurrection. She becomes a gigantic bird with wing blades. And this I did like. And Uyu turns around and uses uh, Sail Schneider. And this is... This looks like a sword. It's not. It's still something that you shoot. Yep. Exactly, right? And that's it. He one shots her and you continue continue the fuck on. And guess which fight we jump into next? Uh, Is it Chad's? Yes. 
Oh, God. Uh, what was the title of that episode? Okay, so the, it starts with Ishida's trump card, Sailor Schneider. And the second one is right arm of the giant and left arm of the devil. Which, let's be real, Chad didn't even get a full episode. <laughs> he got half a fight with um yeah with uh with this dude which uh his name is so hard to pronounce ganten bane muskata but the the afro dude why was this a fight why was he in a spada are you kidding me this guy was like 107 i believe or 106 this guy was a fucking espada. Are you kidding me, bro? Even when he releases, he goes like this and he shoots a cannon. I'm like, that's your ability? You look like an armadillo. It reminded me of Ross from Friends with our armadillo. <laughs> when he's like, uh, holiday armadillo. But but yeah, Chad releases his full arm. He's like, this is my arm, right arm to defend. This is my arm to attack. And hits him with... Uh, El Diablo Brazo Dejto del Gigante Al Muerte and he hits him and it be blows up something happens because there's a devil behind him and I'm like okay sure cool you did something but I love that the next part I love Noitra comes in and fucks him up <laughs> let's go that's it get out of my face shit <laughs> literally literally squashed him like a bug it was it was best and everyone stops while they're running like is chad got defeated i'm like none of you let's be real none of you thought that chad won't be the first one to be defeated come on come on even reggie must have thought of that and his bunkai is useless he said my bunkai is useless but i ain't chad that's a good point right like, everyone's like, oh, Chad can't be defeated. I'm like, come on, bro. If somebody would have sneezed at him, he would have died. Like, are you kidding me right now? But we find out that his powers are hollow. That's kind of neat. Mm. He's still useless. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a shitty hollow that he got it from. So, you know what the description is? Noitra defeats and seriously wounds Chad with a single attack. Who hasn't? <laughs> like, that's... The... <laughs> like, Why? he's so much wasted potential man but next episode is probably my favorite just based on the title which is just Yasura Sado Chad dies Orihime's tears I'm like yes finally this man dies title I want to read exactly right but um, Ukiora brings a dinner to Orihime and this man this guy I swear he just does it he uh, he has to be nihilism, right? Like, this guy just, like, loves the fact that Orihime is in pain. Comes in, delivers good news, yeah, and here's some... Yeah, he's just like... <laughs> here's some food, your friend died, eat. If you don't, I'll shove it down your throat. But eat. <laughs> this guy, bro, I swear to God. Why I like him. He's... Okura, like... I, I like his design. Like, I always liked his design, but I really am digging his design this time around. Very calm, very stoic. He's like the hollow version of Byakuya. So you know he's like ridiculously strong. But uh, but yeah, right after that, we return back to Rukia versus Aranero. 
And this guy does his release. First, he uses his Zanpakuto. And then he releases his Resurrection. Which is kind of... Kind of neat, I would say. Because I have not seen any Espada do both. This is different, obviously, because Kayan's body was brought back when he died. But Shikai and a Resurrection... Cool. And he's just a big Kinda like blood. a different kind of visor. Right? Right? I do think that his entire resurrection was quite disappointing in terms of design. Was it yeah. the same hollow that so Kyan died to a hollow? Was it the same hollow? No. In that fight? So no? that Hollow died with Kayan, and when they returned back to the Hollow world, this other Hollow ate them and absorbed oh. Kayan's body. But Kayan, since his his mind and everything was still there, he just kind of absorbed that Hollow, absorbed it, and they had become dominant. They also show how, they in, in later on, how Achu, uh, Akucha's uh, how they come out when they are all Gillians and just the transformation that occurs to get to Vassalorde, it's pretty it's pretty intense. But uh, but yes, Rukia fights him. Rukia gets stabbed. She's about to die. Then she rem- remembers Kayan's ultimate um, lesson to her, which was do not die alone. So then she does, which I did not remember at all, was the third dance. Sanomai Shirafune. And it's the broken blade reforms. And it reforms right through his head. And she that was breaks. A sick finish. Yep. She breaks the glass and kills Aronero. Forgot what was supposed to happen if your Bankai, I mean your uh, Sanpak Toe breaks? It's only and only there. So there's two things. So if your Bankai breaks, it cannot never be restored. Shikai breaks, it can be restored. There's two people that can do it. That if in case it breaks, it can restore properly to full strength. Uh, that is the wolf guy, which uh, Kamamura, um, because he's linked with his Bankai. So if his wounds heal, the Bankai would heal. And the second one is Mayuri. Because Mariuri just does experiments on his Zanpakuto. So it makes no difference to him. If the hilt of your sword breaks, your Zanpakuto, you're near death. What's that what happened in the first season? When uh, Ishigoko has Zanpakuto sliced? I don't remember anymore. So it's he got his Zanpakuto sliced and his the hilt, everything was fucked up. So when he got the sword out, half of the hilt was missing. When he was fighting Urahara. And then Urahara cut the other half off. And then Ichigo literally had to release Zangetsu with nothing. So there's a there's a point later on in the Thousand Year Blood War arc where something happens to uh, to Byakuya, and it's fully hinted that this man's dying. He should have died. Shut up. He should have died. So as Aronero dies. He screams out for Lord Aizen. Nobody comes to save him because obviously he doesn't give a fuck. He's <laughs> like, all right, whatever. You're, you died. You, you lost. You're dispensable. Let's move on. Rukia attempts to continue on journey to save Orihime, but she collapses from her injuries. 
new so news spreads all throughout that Aronero is dead, and so is the person that was fighting Aronero, which ends up being Rukia, and only a few people know that it's Rukia. Ichigo and Renji go apeshit. Renji is fighting another Espada, which is Zaya Laporo, the mad scientist. He makes a return and he sets up the entire room in such a way where Renji cannot use his Bankai. This fucking guy is already useless. His Bankai is useless. Now he's even more useless. Like every single time he uses Zanpakuto, Zabimaru, I was like, what are you hoping to accomplish? Like literally, what are you hoping to accomplish? Such a stupid fucking fight, bro. Such a stupid fight. But when and limiting he... him from using his Bankai. Exactly, right? And the moment he finds out that Rukia might be injured, he goes in anger. He's like, fuck this, let's go. And, well, nothing really happens. He can only use his Shika, so he can't do shit. He's getting his ass beat. Meanwhile, this was a shock in the entire manga when it came out. I remember this chapter. I remember having conversations with you, Farhad, and Rohan. Ukiora comes to meet Ichigo, and he informs him of Rukia's death. Ichigo attempts to leave to go save Rukia and he says, you know, I have no reason to fight you because you haven't hurt my friends. He's like, oh really? What if I'm, I tell you I'm the reason why Orohime <laughs> yeah, was kidnapped and brought here? And without hesitation, Ichigo just attacks him. Straight off the bat, attacks him. And he goes, you know what? Fuck this. Full power. Let's go. I love this fight. I love this fight animation's great Ichigo's like anger the way he does Getsuga Tensho while he's holified how much power he's putting through and Ukiora using two hands to stop it and his, yeah. Yeah, it and, nothing. and his clothes gets ripped off and he just gets up like it's nothing loved it and the first time we see Ich uh, Ukiora using a Sero and his Sero is not red it's green does it like this weird one finger thing instead of the Kamehameha sort of law? Yeah. Just no hands, nothing. He just points and just like point blank, just shoots it. What were your thoughts about this fight, Theo? I loved it. it I'll rank it later, but um, like the fact that he. Like he, the, he made Uki, uh, Rukia, blah, 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 Ukiora use like um, like he was arrogant at first and he tried to stop it with one hand, and then he had to use a second hand. It was like remember in Metal Gear Solid Four when mm. Raiden was uh, stopping the ship from um, like crashing into Snake. Yeah, it had to use like more power than expected. It felt kind of like that. Like he was. Kiora was trying to stop something much bigger than he expected at first. He did accomplish it, but it was like, fuck, alright. I'm gonna have to like, take this a bit more seriously. And then he whoops Ichigo's ass. <laughs> he whoops his ass. Like that, he's like, I remember in the manga and even in the Japanese, like I it feels like I'm fighting a wall. Like I can't read him. I can't read anything whatsoever. And it, 
Ichigo grabs Nell, dodges the Sero, is holding on to Nell, and right there, Ukiora shows up and fucking kicks him back <laughs> into, once again, it's a red fucking pillar, hits him inside the pillar. Ichigo's like, oh, you must be the top Espada. This is the moment I'm talking about for Hat. When I, when I called you, I was like, what the fuck is this? He stabs him. He's like, oh, you're sorely mistaken. Top Espada rips the shirt and it's a number four. He's only, only number four. The fourth strongest Espada. At least we know he's above Grimjaw. We let let's be real. We knew he was above Grimjaw. Yeah. By now we knew he was above Grimjaw. The only one like we thought maybe he would be seven, but we know ten is Yami. Nine is Aronero. Eight is uh Xylaporo, right? Seven we didn't know, so he could have been seven. Everything below Grimjaw was pretty much trash. Exactly. So Noitra. We know no we don't know Noitra's number, like we do know his, his number, because you guys obviously his number's five. But Noitra, Grimjaw, and Ukiora. These are the three that we know. We don't know Starks. We don't know Baragon. We don't know Halibel, what numbers they are, but it's like okay. We know the names. Well, Stark, uh, actually we do know uh, Stark's name. Did they say it? Yeah, oh. Lil Lil Net says, Stark, wake up. You know Aronero died. And he's like, yeah, I know. I felt it. And yeah, he kills Ichigo. <laughs> like that. That's it. Kills him. Main protagonist. His Bankai breaks <laughs> off. You're like, shit. He must be close to death. If he is, a Bankai gets undone. And Nell's crying. I felt so bad for her here because she's like, yo, I'm the cause for this. And then Grimja, these two girls go to visit Orihime. Grimja comes in, fucks both of them up. Orihime heals them, takes Orihime, brings them back and says, heal her. Uh, sorry, heal him. And I want to fight him in full power. She says no. Did you did you see this coming, Theo? Did For you saying see? no? It's like, why don't you want to revive me, man? I, I did not know she was that stupid. She's, I did not see that. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do this because you're just gonna fight him again. You're gonna hurt him again. It's like, bitch, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> Yo, it's like, if you don't save him now, Grim just says it. If you don't save him now, he's gonna die. So just heal him. Heal him. I want to fight him full power. Says no. She starts, Ukiora shows up. The, like, other than the shit fights, for me, Orihime was the worst part of this season. She didn't do much. Compared to last season, where she's like, I can wipe it out of existence. And this all, this purpose that they gave her, they did not use her at all. They made her into like, oh no, she's the perfect white mage. And I was like, well, we knew she was the perfect white mage. I, I get it. Oh, but the thing is, the perfect white mage is smart. She's not white. Yeah, that, that part's true too. That part's absolutely true. I like the fact that they say the reason why Grimja says it's the reason why he saved Orihime is because he owed her a death, a debt for bringing back um, his arm, which is kind of sweet. So you're like, okay, so this guy does have a little bit of morals. He doesn't care. He cares about being the strongest. He does not like Ichigo, but that's it. Like he, he fights fairly. He fights fairly. And then we jump back to Renji versus Zal Aporo. 
this fight's not going well. The guy uses six more Fractiones. I think eight, actually. Fractiones. Oh, and Uryu jumps in and joins the fight. Donda Tachaka and Peshe are the real stars of this episode because they got reunited. <laughs> After one season, they got reunited, man. And Uryu and Renji, that fight. Okay, this is what I will say. His 20 seconds defensive offensive strategy, which was, let's be real, Renji just tightening him up shooting point blank ahado and then sorry keto and then stepping into what ishida would set up which was the pentagram that was really cool and the fact how ishida even knew it was cool because he jumps in and does this and his cape flies and his explosion then it goes to be continued <laughs> i was like wow okay fair enough Ranji basically pulled a self-destruct yeah Pretty much. That's all you could do. And I was really hyped for this fight. Like when when they did that, I was like, "Oh, cool! This is neat." Like I didn't care about his resurrection. I don't like uh, Sayala Poro at all. I know a lot of people like he's uh, he is pretty. He's a favorite. They've even brought him back in the epilogue um, chapter. He's in hell, right? But the reason why is because he's such a slimy fucking like Espada. I hate him. But he's good at what he does, which is to be a sleazeball. And this is exactly what he does. He almost got beaten up. He destroys Lumina, eats the the spirit energy, heals himself. And he's like, yo, I'll be back. I'm going to go change clothes. <laughs> Isn't that the biggest fuck you? Like, Uryu went all out. Fucking Renji almost blew himself up. And this man's like, yo, hold up. Let me go change my clothes. I'll be back. I'll at your boy afterwards. <laughs> I'm gonna back. Link Room up. Tool three. <laughs> Link up. Link up, son. Oh, <laughs> like what the fuck? All of that We're damage. An episode together. Right. Any anything to say about that attack? The attack was cool. Oh yeah, the hexagon attack. Yeah, he, he threw. What was the water he threw? Yeah, out a of? little bit of uh, reishi. Ratio, oh my god! It, yeah. When he did that, and then like this explosion come up, like, oh my god! And all the epic stares of what's about to happen. Like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> yeah, the trap was cool, and well, at least the trap was cool. You know, you know your yeah, it's just true, <laughs> Theo. Fred, your oh, oh, oh reactions. You know what I thought uh, <laughs> reminded me of when I was watching the fight that is the granddaddy of all fights that's, that's about to come up. I was super impressed of one thing: the lack of action lines that anime uses to show speed. The lack uh -huh. of that. But you know which episode they heavily used it on? It's Chad. Why would they even do for that? He's so slow. Yeah, but they used it for like, oh, hey, FYI, they're moving really fast, right? Look at the speed. He's showing up everywhere that he's showing up. Fucking oh, stupid guy. Anyways. Anywho, back to what we were saying. Episode 13, 20 minute, 20 second strategy. They blow Zyle up. He deuces. He's going to be back with new clothes. Grimja Orihime is healing uh, Ichigo. Ukiora shows up and he's like, nah, son. 
this isn't happening. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Explain yourself. And he's like, well, you know what? You just don't want to fight me. Let's go. This was a pretty cool fucking fight. I'll say this is actually my favorite fight. Of really? all things. Like, you could say the rest of the season is like the entire Fast and the Furious movie. That one fight there, the 30 seconds, was the drag race that I was looking forward to. <laughs> or just part with the nitros no ramp up or whatever it was only 30 seconds long compared to the next flight which is 30 minutes but those 30 seconds oh my god fine do we do we give this to him yeah do we give him the fast and the furious reference here is it earned he earns he earned a 10 second car <laughs> he's earned a 10 second car I, I i do agree i i think this is probably my second favorite fight in the entire season. Rukia being like really high above and Dordoni being up there too. But Dordoni is basically for that one shot move, right? But here, yeah, Grimshaw was using fucking strategy. He knew he can't beat him. He fully knew he can't beat him. So he sealed him away in a dimension as punishment for two hours. And his arm was all fucked up from stopping that Cyril. The fact that they both just started, no holds barred, like, it's like, oh, so this is how Espadas fly each other. It's a okay. s- small glimpse of what's about to come, because what did Halibel say? It feels like two Espadas fighting, and they all of Los Noches is quaking. Once that's done, uh, Ichi goes back up. He's like, shit, the hole's gone. All right, Grimjaw, thanks for whatever. He's like, I don't give a fuck about your things. You heal up. Let's go. I gotta, I, we got to fight. One-on-one. Let's go. This is all I've been waiting for. Ichigo asks um, Orihime to heal Grimjaw's arm. He's like, why do you think that's necessary? I'm like, yo, like, don't pull some Goku shit, bro. Like, here. Here's a sense of being self. <laughs> like, literally, that's what it felt like. But he's like, yo, I want to fight you straight off and I want to beat you at full strength so you don't have any excuses in the future. Which I thought was like, the shit talking that Ichigo does to Grimjaw in this fight is amazing. I love it. Because he didn't shit talk Renji. He didn't shit talk Byakuya. He really should talk Grimjaw. Because he was treating Grimjaw as an equal, as an adversary that he has to overcome. Ukiora was a machine. So he didn't care about that. But like, Byakuya was all morals. You gotta save Rukia. Why aren't you? Renji was like, yo, you beat me. Yeah, but we gotta save Rukia. Here, he's like, yo, man, you're gonna get your ass beat. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get your ass beat. Heal up. Let's go. And then I'm going to beat you ass. No, that feels like a fact. Hey, she goes sitting on the ground. You better not talk shit to me. <laughs> but I loved it. I actually loved it. Ichigo took on Grimjaw. They fought. He fought in his Bankai. And it is. It's first and foremost, guys. This fight is fucking gorgeous. I love the animation. One thing I have always admired about, about Bleach is the a way they show speed. And the way they showed speed for an anime that was released in 2007 and not an anime that was 24 episodes or 12 episodes that had really good budget behind it. An anime that was a shonen, and they were actually putting some effort into it. Like when it comes to Naruto, Naruto was really good at like showing dodges and things like that. And, you know, but 
Bleach is like that speed, bro. Like how quickly Grimjaw was punching him, turning around, swinging, kicking him in the face as he goes up, hits him straight down. Like you, you felt like everything was happening in a matter of milliseconds, and I loved it. It was amazing. Yes, absolutely loved it, and the ruthlessness. The ruthlessness they had, like Ichigo was like his eyes, man. Grimjack talked about his eyes the entire time, but it was like Ichigo was, he was enjoying himself until he got hit by those five fucking diamond shaped things. He was enjoying this oh, fight. Missiles, yeah. The missiles, yeah. But um, he goes like, they, they start fighting. I love it. It's like one on one. They're They're doing it up. And he's like, okay, this is what I was waiting for. And he releases his resurrection. And his resurrection was fucking hype. Because everybody wanted to know what it would look like. And he releases his, his Panthera. He's a, he's a full-on panther. And, and yeah, like he's so fucking quick. The moment he jumps up and swings up. And he, she goes like, what? And bam. He does like a heel kick in his face. Right there. Gets not a hit, a hit down. But the fact that Ichigo even felt all the times that he does damage a building, it's always you see him do the attack first, and then half a second later, you see the damage effects appear on the building. Like there's that much of a delay because of how fast. It how is. fast he I is! Love I love it. I absolutely love it. And yeah, like the thing I was going to mention is Ichigo realizes how strong he is, and he says to Orihime, "Yo, put on Santen Keshin and do not let it down. I'm letting you know right now. Do not let it down." And I love it because he's like, "Yo, this is it!" Like, and as he's ready, Ichigo just. Puts his sword first, and he's just getting ready to fight him, and he's waiting for him to take a uh, make a move. Love it, absolutely love it. And the amount of confidence he has after he gets hit, and he just comes out and goes gets good tencho, and Ichi, uh, um, Grimja stops and starts laughing, and he's like, "This is what I was waiting for. Those eyes. I hate those fucking eyes." And you just see it- Ichigo's mask. He's like, "Yeah, come at me." But throughout the entire uh, this fight, the one thing I really uh, liked the, is that Ichigo admits it that he came to fight him. He wants to be strong. Forever, but at least yeah, in the end, he did admit it. He did admit it. It took. I just he admitted it earlier. Yes, I know, because he's all about. I'm gonna save my friends. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Blah 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 blah. And I'm he's protect that. I'm gonna be the good tank and protect that useless white mage. One hundred percent. That's just putting on a shield and not doing anything. Why aren't you healing, man? The man's was dying. You man's was dying. When I was a tank, I'd be complaining well, so man's much right dying. now. Man's was dead. Yeah. True, 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 true. But he's just like, no, I'm not going to use revive. Fuck this. Fuck the Phoenix down. <laughs> Do I have money for this? But uh, enough Final Fantasy references. But yes. Leaves the party. <laughs> get get, get kicked out. Ichigo's party is pretty shit though. Like if you think about it, it's, he's <laughs> yeah, definitely he's definitely a DPS. He's not a tech. He's definitely a DPS. Uriu is the bard. Yeah, Uriu is the bard. Chad would be the tank because that's just what he does, right? But like, what's now? Tank died, and Ichigo, as the highest DPS, became the yeah. red tank. The substitute Rich, tank. The other DPS that keeps dying. And now, now just another DPS. She no, Randy doesn't die. Randy just doesn't do DPS. That's all. He's that one. He's like, how do I play this game? 
<laughs> he's like me in the last stream. <laughs> yes, well, you were using my account, so that's why. But thank you for subbing in last moment. But uh, but yeah, they're fighting. Lost Noches is quaking. People are getting scared. Halabelle just straight up tells her Faxiones to shut the fuck up. This is like, feel the fear that you're feeling? That's normal. Don't worry about it. Relish it. And I cannot believe that that's a human fighting in Espada because I feel like it's Espada versus Espada. But the entire fight was awesome until fucking missiles, Ichigo goes, gets hit by five of them. Back to back. A little bit of blood and he goes down. Or Ahime is still scared of his face because it reminds him of his uh, of her brother, which I kind of liked. I'm not going to lie. I liked a little bit of a character development because we've seen it. We've seen how traumatizing it was. We saw it again when it was bound and made no sense. But this made sense. Like those eyes that she always thought would have that resolve to protect her are no longer there. You were going to say something. It makes sense, but I hated how badly it broke the pacing of that. You thought but, it broke the pacing? Yeah. What about I, you, Fred? I was going so well and so smooth, and I was like, damn, we're back to this bitch again. Oh, you mean, you, you mean the flashback sequences? When she's like... Oh, all of it. Okay. Every time that Orishima opened her mouth, Action the scenes, fight got broken. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you just wanted straight up fight. You waited this for yeah. this fight. They have the budget, but I don't think they have the budget for 20, 22 minutes. <laughs> so they had to. They had to give us the flashbacks, bro. The old school flashbacks. I didn't mind it. I kind of, I, I felt it that she was, she was trying to figure out a way if this is the same Ichigo. Is he, did he even come to protect her? Right? Because at the end of the day, the guy just fully on says, he's like, I'm here to fight you, Ukiora, Aizen. How the fuck is he going to fight both of those is beyond me. He's barely surviving against Grimjaw. But one thing I didn't mention was the Grand Racero. He does a full-on Grand Racero. There's two things that are forbidden in Lost Noches. Firing a Grand Racero. And the second is anyone above the level four and up. Releasing their resurrection because it can destroy Lost Snoches. So the fact that this guy just did a Grand Race Zero, the strongest Zero of all, zero fucks given. He really doesn't care what Aizen has to say. He just wants to fight Ichigo. That's it. But uh, but yeah, he does his Grand Race Zero. He does the missiles. Ichigo gets hit. Then the scene that you're talking about, Red Pillar, to show how quick he is. The, the whole like yeah. It's, Fucked up Ichigo. His mask started breaking. That's the other part where Ichigo was talking shit. Where he's like, your mask seems to be breaking. He's like, mask. He's like, don't worry about it. Hopefully your resurrection doesn't go down or else this fight's not going to be fun. And like, why are you talking shit? You were dead 15 seconds ago, bro. You wouldn't be alive. He revived you. <laughs> like, just come on. Calm your... Calm your or work. Hime wasn't going to revive you. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, just calm, calm your shit down. It's like Emmett Selch advising him by advising the white mage. Yo, heal your tank before you take me on, man. I need that warrior light. But, but yeah, it, Ichigo, I, I love the scene. I absolutely love this scene. It lo- it was amazing on the manga. It's amazing dub. It's amazing subbed. I like the fact that he does not say Ichigo. 
He says, Kurosaki? I love it. I absolutely love it because it, it matches every fucking version that I have seen, which is only two, but even the manga too, right? Nell talks some sense into Orihime, tells her, cheer him on. He, he attacked Ukiora by when he said, honored your name. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, come on. Come the fuck on. He's fighting right now to save you. So she's like, yo, don't die. Just don't get hurt. You don't have to, like, fight all these battles. I just can't bear if you get hurt. And the, one of the coolest fucking ends to an episode occurs. Kurosaki. The entire season too, right? No, one more episode after this. But yeah. Okay. But yes, the manga ended this way. The volume. Goes in. Ichigo just grabs his arm. Squeezes it. Without like, looking. Without looking. Without even looking. Just stops him and he's like, yo, listen. So I had a change of heart. Seems like I can't afford to lose anymore. Just slashes him. Straight down. I thought in the manga he cut him in half. I was like, holy shit, that's an epic way of just like, yo, that I'm and done. You watch Fenso from the way the manga. Yeah. And it, it's it's a common trope in any manga where it's like the guys are fighting, it's like, oh, you want me to use my full power? I wasn't even using my full full power. I mis misjudged you. Uh, uh, this won't happen again. Let me use my full power. The guy gets beaten up, remembers, I believe in you, friendship power. And then he beats the villain. The villain's like, how? <laughs> Where's this friendship? I want to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Am I part of the circle? Like, can I join? Like, what's going on, man? Call at your boy. <laughs> I want to be in the circle, guys. And then after Grim does all, he even he was like, "Can I get a piece of this friendship?" <laughs> like clearly, sure, our words. <laughs> She's such a strong white mage, bro. Our words are just fucking giving Ichigo straight up powers. And yeah, she Ichigo Ichigo defeats him. There's a small flashback which I really really liked. The moment of conclusion, the end of Grim Joe. You get to see a little bit of his past. You get to see his fractione. You get to see how um, Arcuchas uh, and then well, Vasilotis, like what the what exactly the evolution growth is, how long it takes, and what he had to do to just survive and not go back. He is he the king. He Aizen too, right? Like him, Aizen recruiting him at the end of it? I think in the manga, I don't remember the anime if he did, but I do recall in the manga, like Aizen shows up and everything and uh, he's there because I, th- I believe I was the one that made him into a Vasilotis yeah. using the Hogeku, right? So, so yeah, then he atta- he uses his, he refuses to give up. He uses his strongest attack and it's claws, energy claws that are supposed to just kill you. Ichigo's just like, yo, listen, you're not the only one that wants to win. Like, you realize the theme song's playing in the back, right? <laughs> like, I am the main character. This is, this is, the bleach is about Ichigo. My friend is cheering me. It's my friend, finally, a change of heart is cheering me on. Two I of them. To... Two of them. Two of them might be dead. So there's a lot of factors going on where I'm going to get inconsistent powers all the fucking time. So just be ready. And I'm going to beat, and I like this fight. Like, he slashes the thing destroys the uh, the cloth and he's like I'm gonna beat you I'm gonna beat Ukiora I'm gonna beat Aizen then I'm gonna take everybody with me and I'm gonna go back home 
Attacks um, Grimja. Does a final blow. Grimja loses consciousness. He grabs Grimjaw, and I like the fact the mask finally breaks off. And he brings down uh, Grimjaw onto the ground, goes back up to Orihime and says, let's go home. And that is the end of this season. Pretty good season, I have to say. Definitely, obviously, better than the fucking bounce. Yes. Uh, the, I, like way better we'll get it to the rankings slightly later. better oh like way fucking like above and beyond better well, well since you're talking it's about the whole show since you're talking about the rankings anyways I say we might as well just go into yeah. it yeah well something I just Dive realized when we were talking about it like in that episode against Grimjaw they animated his uh get um get to get what's it called again get to get show get to get show they animated it like in five different ways, and all of them were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember seeing his uh, Gessica Tensho used in such a variety of uh, animations before. Yeah, that's the one thing that everybody complains about with Ichigo that he only has one attack. He doesn't. He has one attack. That's the only attack he knows, but he uses it in different ways. Later on, he doesn't even release his Gessica Tensho. He engulfs himself in the Dariyatsu. To kind of like fuck people up, so it's I I agree. Like every single time he did it, this time or like it was different in different rare yeah, variations. Yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved it. So but currently, the entire budget of that six, I think that's why they also made it sixteen episodes so that you could put more budget into into they it. Knew it. They knew that fight. They wanted to make it happen. There's certain fights in this show that has to be animated properly. Ichigo versus Aizen's one of them, right? All the team versus Aizen's another one. Ichigo versus Ukiora, the one that's coming up, is probably the best animated out of all of them, I would say. Um, and then, like, Ichigo versus Byakuya is there. Ichigo versus Kenpachi is there. There's a few fights that have to be animated really, really well. But the way they showed speed and the duality of the two characters back-to-back loved it absolutely loved it i it, it was crazy it was crazy i could i it lived up to the same hype as um naruto versus sasuke the second fight the final fight between them like we never thought this one was cleaner yeah this one was much cleaner like mm. it was so clean i actually watched it three times that why it, that? It's good, man. Yeah. Bleach knows how to do his fights. And Theo, this is what they're going to learn when they come to other, not Captain Amagai arc, but the other two filler arcs they're going to do, Zanpakuto and the Rebellion arc. Both of them, you're going to see these fights. And you're going to see captains using it. So it's, it's Fred knows what, okay. what's coming out. Look, look, look at him with my little smile on his face. He knows it. It'd be good. How would you do that? But, uh, but yes, back to our rankings. Currently, season three, Rescue is number one. Season six, Arankar Appearance is number two. Season seven, Hectomundo Sneak Entry Arc. I'm just going to say Wakeomundo, like the joke Hectomundo. I don't know if they're actually going to catch it on. <laughs> they have to see it for three episodes. But Wakeomundo Sneak Entry Arc. Season two, Entry. Season one, Substitute Soul Reaper. Season five, Assault. And last but Obviously, the least. The worst. The worst. <laughs> Season four, Bount. 
this is between season uh, i would say ranking number one or ranking number two for me and i'll i'll let farhad go first then theo and then i'll I'll let you guys know my reasons farhad you go first i i would say it's definitely in the first position more and then i would i wouldn't change anything else from the list i would just make this number one Mm -hmm. and push everything number two yeah, push everything downwards, basically. Only because I just love... I just love the Arankar abilities. It's kind of just like when they... Just like Rescue, when they were going in and finding out all these like cool uh, Sanpakuto abilities that they had, Bankai's, all that. This kind of gave me that same feeling, but on like another level of like, okay, this shit's more serious. This guy's trying to build an army to basically go to war with everyone and... It's kind of just like showing the power of his army, basically. And it's not even like all of his army here. It's only like a couple of them. But like, yeah, I definitely liked it more because of the fact that there was just more of a sense of urgency. And uh, yeah. Did it live up to the hype that it was building up to? Like all these fights. Did Grimjaw oh, versus yeah. Ichigo live up to that hype? Oh, yeah. 100%. U- Ukiora's reveal. I definitely think this fight might be better than Ichigo and Byakuya. Ichigo and Grimja, I, I personally kind of liked it a little bit more. Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah. Because it was just more like they were on the same level. Mm-hmm. And you can, as you were saying, like they were just like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up. No, I'm going to fuck you up. Like I got that sense of like, okay, I don't know who the fuck's going to win. Vegeta versus Goku. Exactly. It was, there was an actual rivalship between the two because... Yeah, the Naruto, past, Naruto like versus Sasuke, yeah. Like that, those yeah. iconic ones, yeah. And obviously, Byakuya definitely did something to Ichigo in the past for him, you know, coming up to that fight. But I kind of felt like with Grimjaw, there was just more there. there I don't know how to explain three, it. Yeah, there were three fights, right? Like, Grimjaw yeah. had the upper hand. Then Go, uh, I was saying Goku and Vegeta. Grimjaw had Goku, the upper Vegeta, hand. What? <laughs> <laughs> what anime is this? Then Ichigo had the upper hand. And now, full power, they're like, yo, let's just go at it. No restrictions, let's just go at it and see who's who's better. That was another thing, too, I like that. There was definitely just no one was going to get in the way. No one. Theo, what about you? That's one for sure, number one. This is for sure, number one, huh? I agree. Well, I, I, I love the... Um, wow, well, I did really like uh, how at the beginning the... Like it was Bakuya versus Ichigo. Ichigo lost and then he came back and he beat Bakuya. This Grimjaw and Ichigo was kind of the same thing, but tuned up to like 11. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we even got a small short preview with Ukiora versus Grimjaw before all that, just to like give us a taste, it just set it up so well. Yep, I I completely agree. So I gotta let you guys know that I, <laughs> when you're watching the video back, you will know exactly what I mean. Um, yeah, the the bullet points don't really work that well, so I probably will have to do this, fix this in, in the future. But I have to copy paste each of them just to move them down. Oh, the one it didn't replace the one thingy. It's just free. Yeah, it, it it doesn't work that well. But okay, we'll we'll figure this out. But uh 
I agree. I agree. There's there's a lot of a, a lot of plus size to the season. It's short. There's not a lot of filler. The fillers are very self-contained within the story. So it's like more flashbacks rather than let's go fight this pastry dude or what would, would it feel like if it's a guy I played junior high, uh, you know, soccer, like things Tsubasa. like that. Yeah, Tsubasa, exactly. Like none of, none of that stuff was really there. So which I was like, okay, fair enough. But every single fight felt like it had a purpose, right? Yeah. Ishida versus the 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 girl with the yo-yo okay we got to see his new weapons and so forth same thing with chad rukia had a more emotional fight with kayan ichigo his strategy his, his ego got his ass whooped multiple times just to show like the give him a reality check of what exactly this will feel like to finally um culminate to this one fight at the very end that kind of summed up his entire rivalry arc, which I really, really adore. I do think there's some shortcomings. I don't like the fact that they broke down uh, Rukia's fight. I don't like Chad's well, fight. I think that could have been done off screen. I like I mean, him who getting off. like Chad's fight. <laughs> <laughs> I like him getting off. Like by Noitra, that was kind of cool. cool. That was cool. That was that was really really cool. And the fact that he's like, even with this fractione, he's like, "Yo, I will kill you next time you step in, unless I tell you, don't step in." And it gave him, like, if you didn't know the number, he's like, "I'm the strongest spot of all." It gave him that moniker. Maybe he's number one. Maybe he's not. He's not uh, Noitra. Uh, not Noitra. Ukiora is not number one. Ukiora is number four, right? But like at that time. You don't know. So you're like, who is number one? I definitely for sure had an idea that Ukura no way would be number one. They wouldn't show it that fast. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I thought I I figured he would be like top three. I didn't think he was four. I definitely thought he was top three. I like the fight between Ukiora and Grimja. That remind me of the captain's fight from season three. That was really cool. And this fight really did like the whole arc it really lived up to its name the arenkar the fierce fight arc <laughs> that's the name <laughs> so it kind of lives up to it right yep yes fights all around exactly right so next season is going to be filler it's not a bad season per se it's not on the same level as a bound it's a it's also it's not a short season either. I believe season nine is twenty-two episodes. So it's a full season. Do you want to review season nine next, or would you like to start reviewing the movies? I think last time we discussed movies. Yeah, let's do movies. We should do both movies at once, no? So you want so there's four movies and there's two OVAs. Oh. I don't think OVAs really matter. We could we could do a bonus episode later on uh for Patreon. But when it comes down to um the movies, do you guys want to do two movies per episode or do you guys want to do one movie per episode? We should do two. Cause uh I don't know. It's up to you guys. I'm down with anything. 
Theo? Um, one or two, doesn't matter. So, I would say let's do... Are we looking at live action movie too, by the way? Is that something that might be oh. might be in the in the books? We could do live action too. Why not? Yeah, yeah, why not, right? So the first one is called Memories of Nobody. Second one is The Diamond Dust Rebellion, Fade to Black, Hellverse. Each movie is distinctively very different than the other one. I don't think we should do two movies at the same time. I think we should do one. We should make uh, the episodes a bit shorter. And just go through the movie, uh, what you what you like, what you dislike, and so forth. But memories of nobody, and the way we can do it actually, we could do two movies, go back, and when the next arc hits, we can do two more movies. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. So two back to Amagai and two again. So yeah. next episode, which will be released in two weeks, our homework is actually. Yes, uh, May 9th, you mean. May 9th. Our, our homework is actually quite short, guys. It's only Bleach, Memories of Nobody. And this movie is an hour and 35 minutes. Oh. That's it. That's all you have to sit through. And I actually genuinely like this movie. There's a, there's a few things that are in there that are... There's no hollow mask, but... It's it, the animation and everything's there, so it's going to be good. First movie was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, first second movie was amazing. I really liked the third movie too, Fate to Black with Rukia. Oh no, I was talking about Diamond Dust. Diamond Dust is so good. That so entire good. end part is amazing. Fate, so good. Fate to Black, the entire movie, I loved it. And then, yeah. come on, Hellverse. Hellverse was cool, I just didn't like the ending a whole lot. I, I didn't like the ending either. He merges with the thing yeah. and he just, yeah. yeah I didn't I like, the, like, what is this? Yeah. But the entire fucking hollow Ichigo, Vasalore, oh, yeah. white, fucking coming out and just murking everybody. And then we can actually watch a live action movie and see what, what we think about it. Once everything is said and done. It's, it is on Netflix. From what I recall, it's not that bad, actually. It's an hour and 48 minutes. It's not, it's not on the level of Roni Kenshin. Theo. I would not believe that. Okay. I absolutely would not believe that. It is not on the level of Roni Kenshin. But. Oh, okay. Not on. Okay. It's not on the level of Roni I don't Roni think Kenshin. anything could be on Roni Kenshin. Yeah. yeah, those movies are just. Especially their live action just, movies are level. amazing. Absolutely amazing. Okay. Any final words, guys, before we close it off? No. Uh, fuck the bounce. <laughs> That's my message from every. <laughs> I don't care who made them. Fuck the bounce. Fuck the bounce. Theo. What for hat set? What for hat set? All right, I will. I will solidify it by saying. <laughs> Fuck the bounce. <laughs> hey, let's go. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me today. This was great. It's going to be a nice little break after grueling eight seasons that we went through i loved the last season it was fantastic but i'm really enjoying my enjoying my journey with you guys and i i hope that you guys are also enjoying it as well and to you audience out there podcast listeners new audience members are watching it on on youtube if you were able to sit through an hour and 15 minutes of this thank you so so much please comment down below start a conversation let us know which fight was your favorite and what about our rankings did you guys like the season are are we just far too hype because it's just 
battle it's it's a battle shown in anime and it's living up to its dream or did you guys think that season season three is getting shafted right now comment down below let us know and if in case chad is your favorite character and you love this fight i always say this please i just want to know why (laughs) i want to understand you (laughs) let me know why but otherwise be sure to like comment share and subscribe to our channel with that said sending you all nothing but good vibes from your friends at cast five ciao